Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. 2 Kings chapter 4. Now the wife of one of the sons of the prophets cried to Elisha, Your servant, my husband is dead. And you know your servant, fear the Lord, but the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. And Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, Your servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Then he said, Go outside, borrow a vessel from all your neighbors, empty the vessels and not too few. Then go in and shut the door behind yourselves and your son and pour into all these vessels. When one is full, set it aside. So she went from him and shut the door behind herself and her sons. And as she poured the vessels, and as she poured, they brought the vessels to her. When the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another. Then the oil stopped flowing. She came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on the rest. Love this story. One day, Elisha went to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to eat some food. So whenever he passed that way, he would turn in there and eat food. And she said to her husband, behold, now that I know that this is a holy man of God who is continually passing her way. Let us make a small room on the roof with walls and put there a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp so that whenever he comes to us, he can go in here. One day he came there and he turned into the chamber and rested there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call the Shunanite. And when he called to her, she stood before him. And he said to her, say now to her, see all that you have taken this trouble for us. What is to be done for you? Would you have a word spoken on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, what is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, well, she has no son and her husband is old. He said, call her. And when they had called her, she stood in the doorway. And he said, at this season, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, O man of God, do not lie to your servant. But the woman conceived and she bore a son about that time the following spring as Elisha has said to her. When the child had grown, he went out one day to his father among the reapers. And he said to his father, oh, my head, my head. The father said to his servant, carry him to his mother. And we had, when he had lifted him and brought him to his mother, the child sat in her lap upon, until noon and then died. She went and laid him on the bed and the maid of God shut the door behind him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, Send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys that I may quickly go to the man of God and come back. And he said, why will you go to him today? Is the new moon or Sabbath? And she said, all is well. Then she saddled the donkey and she said to her servant, urge the animal on. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. So she sent out and came to the man of God at Mount Carmel. Chapter four, verse 25. So she set out and came on the man of the God of God at Mount Carmel. When the man saw her coming, he said to Gehazi, his servant, Look, there is a Shunammite. Run at once and meet her and say to her, It's all is well. It's all well with your husband. Is all well with your child? 
and she answered, all is well. And when she came to the mountaintop and the man of God, she caught hold of his feet. And Gehazi came to push her away, but the man of God said, leave her alone. She is in bitter distress. And the Lord has not, has hidden it from me as it has not told me. Then she said, did I ask my Lord for a son? Did I not say, do not deceive me? He said to Gehazi, tie up your garment and take my staff in your hand and go. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if anyone greets you, do not reply. And lay my staff at the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So he arose and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead and laid the staff at the face of the child, but there was no sound or sign of life. Therefore, he returned to meet him and told him, the child has not awakened. When Elisha came to the house, he saw the child laying dead in his bed. So he went in, shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he went up and lay on the child, putting his mouth on his mouth and his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself upon him. The flesh of the child became warm. Then he got up and walked once back and forth in the house and went up and stretched himself on him. The child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. Then the Shunammite, then he summoned Gehazi and said, call the Shunammite. So he called her. And when she came to him, he said, pick up your son. She came and fell at his feet, bowing to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. And Elisha came to Gilal when there was a famine in the land, and the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. He said to his servant, set on this large pot and boil a stew for the sons of the prophets. One of them went out into the field to gather herbs and find a wild vine and gathered it from his lap, full of wild gourds, and came and cut them into a pot of stew, not knowing what they were. But they poured out some for the men to eat. And while they were eating of the stew, they cried out, O man of God, there is death in the pot, and they could not eat it. And he said, then bring flour. And he threw it into the pot and said, pour some out for the men that they may eat. And there was no harm in the pot. A man came from Baal Shalai, bringing a man of God bread of the first fruits, 20 loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. And Elijah said, give to the men that they may eat. But his servant said, how can I set this before a hundred men? So he repeated, give it to the men so that they may eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left. So he left, so he set it all before him, and they ate and had some left, according to the word of the Lord. Naaman, <clears throat> commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and in high favor, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now the Syrians on one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, would that my Lord were with the prophet who was in Samaria. He would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went and told his Lord, Thus, and so spoke the girl from the Lord of Israel. The king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went, taking with him the ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. <clears throat> and he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, when this letter reaches you, know that I have sent to you Naaman, my servant, that you may cure him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and make alive? This man sends me, sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy. Only consider and see how he is speaking quarrel with me. 
But when Elisha, the man of God, heard what the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come now with me, that he may know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came to his horses and chariots and stood outside the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. But Naaman was angry and went away, saying, Behold, I thought that he would surely come to me and stand and call upon the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over and place and cure the leper. Are not Albana and Pafar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash them and be clean? So turned and went away in a rage. But his servants came near and said to him, My father, it is a great word the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, wash and be clean? So he went down to the Jordan and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God. He and all his company and came and stood before him. And he said, Behold, I know there is no God in all the earth, but in Israel. So accept now a present from your servant. But he said, As the Lord lives, and whom before I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Naaman said, If not, please let there be given to your servant two mule loads of earth. From now to your servant will not offer burnt offerings or sacrifice to any god but the Lord. In this matter, may the Lord pardon your servant when my master goes into the house of Rimeon to worship there. Leaning on my arm, I bow myself in the house of Rimeon. When I bow myself in the house of Rimeon, the Lord pardon your servant in his this matter. He said to him, go in peace. But when Naaman had gone from a short distance, Gehazi, the servant of Elijah, the man of God, said, see, my master has spared this Naaman in Syrian in not accepting from his hand what he brought. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi followed Naaman. And when Naaman saw someone running after him, he got down from the chariot to meet him and said, is all well? And he said, all is well. My master has sent me to say, there have just now come to me from the hill country of Ephraim, two young men and the sons of prophets. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of clothing. And Naaman said, be pleased to accept two talents. And he urged him and tied up with two talents in silver and two bags with two changes of clothing and laid them on two of his servants. They carried them for Gehazi. He came to the hill, he took them from their hand and put them in the house. He sent the men away and they departed. He went on and stood before his master and Elijah said to him, where have you been, Gehazi? And he said, your servant went nowhere. But he said to him, did not my heart go when a man turned from his chariot to meet you? Was it a time to accept money and get garments, all of orchards and vineyards, sheep and oxen, male servants and female servants? Therefore, the leprosy of Nathan shall cling to you and your descendants forever. So he went out from his presence like a leper, like snow. Chapter 6. Now the sons of the prophet said to Elisha, See the place where we dwell under your charge is too small for us. Let us go to the Jordan, and each of us there get a law. And let us make a place for us to dwell there. And he answered, Go. Then some of them said, Be pleased to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. When they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was felling a log, his axe head fell into the water. And he cried out, Alas, my master, it was borrowed. The man of God said, Where did it fall? He showed him the place. He cut off a stick and threw it in there to make the iron flow. He said, Take it up. So he reached up his hand and took it. 
Once, when the king of Syria was waiting, wearing against Israel, he took counsel and his servants, saying, At such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are going down there. The king of Israel sent to the place for which the man God had saved him. Thus he used to warn him, so that he saved himself there more than once or twice. The mind of the king of Syria was greatly troubled because of this thing. He called his servants and said to him, Will you not show me one of us who is the king of Israel? None but one of his servants said, None, my lord. O king, but Elisha, the prophet, who is in Israel, tells your king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. And he said, Go and see where he is, that I may seize him. It was told to him, he said, Behold, he is in Dotham. So he sent those horses and chariots and a great army, and they came by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? And he said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots and fire all around Elisha. And when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness in accordance with prayer of Elisha. And Elisha said to them, This is not the way, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man for whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. And as soon as they entered Samaria, Elijah said, O Lord, open the eyes of these men, that they may see. So the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and behold, they are in the midst of Samaria. As soon as the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I strike them down? Shall I strike them down? He answered, You shall not strike them down. Would you strike down those who you have taken captive with your sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them, that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away, and they went to their master. The Syrians did not come again on raids in the land of Israel. Afterward, Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, mustered his entire army and went in and besieged Samaria. There was a great famine in Samaria, and they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for eight shekels of silver, the fourth part of Cobb of doves during five shekels of silver. Now as the king of Israel was passing by, on the wall, a woman cried out to him, saying, Help me, O Lord, my king. And he said, If the Lord does not help you, how shall I help you? From the th threshing floor or from the wine press? And the king said to her, What is your trouble? And she said, This woman said to me, Give me your son so that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and ate him, and the next day I said to her, Give your son that we may eat him. But she has hidden her son. When the king heard the words of the woman, he tore his clothes. Now he was passing by on the wall, and the people looked, and behold, he had sackcloth beneath his body. And he said, My God, do so to me and more, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remains on his shoulders today. Elisha was sitting in the house, and the elders were sitting with him. Now the king had dispatched a man from his presence, but before the messenger arrived, Elisha said to the elders, Do you see how this murderer has sent to take off my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold the door fast against him. It's not the sound of his master's feet behind him. While he came, he was still speaking with them. The messenger came down to the door and said, This trouble is from the Lord. I'll sh why, shall I, why should I wait for the Lord any longer? That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the Word. 
We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.